Guli Bwanji from the Western Edition. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 25th of November, 2021. Quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. The Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services announced that from Wednesday the 24th to Sunday the 28th, a wave of violent and destructive thunderstorms accompanied by lightning and gusty winds is expected to invade the south, central, and northern regions of the country. General public is being advised to be indoors during thunderstorms to avoid being harmed by flying objects or falling trees. Experts recommend avoiding travel in open trucks, playing in open spaces, or seeking shelter under trees. Road users should exercise caution as dirty roads are most likely to become muddy and slippery. Do you want to go to England? We have some good news and some less good news about that. On the bright side, as of Monday the 22nd, the UK won't have any countries on the red list, so travelers won't have to be quarantined in a government-approved hotel for two weeks. Also, restrictions for visitors arriving from other countries, including Malawi, will be eased. However, there are still requirements to enter the country. First of all, you should be fully vaccinated with an approved vaccine. Second, you've got to have proof of this. But here's the catch. Not any proof will do. You'll have to have proof of an approved vaccine and an approved form of approval. The government has announced that it will release into circulation a 5,000 Quacha banknote from February this coming year. This was announced at the Reserve Bank governors at the briefing on Lilongwe on Tuesday the 23rd. He also disclosed that the bank will release an upgraded 2,000 Quacha note in the same month. Figures from the Consumers Association of Malawi, Kama, have shown that prices of commodities and services have increased by an average of 58% between October 2020 and November 2021. The figures indicate that cooking oil tops the list with prices increasing between 98% and 146%, depending on the brand. It further shows that bathing and washing soaps went up between 45 and 70%. Kama's executive director, John Capito, has since warned that prices of commodities will continue rising as a result of high import costs and the weakening of the kwacha. Malawi Human Rights Commission has challenged the government to find solutions to the economic hardships Malawians are facing. In a statement, the commission said that the government should provide a clear strategy on how it intends to address the problem of high cost of living and supply chain issues. The commission also added that the government should strike a good balance between broadening the tax base and creating a conductive socioeconomic environment for all. Malawi and Mozambique have launched a joint electricity transmission project connecting the two countries. The transmission line will run from Matambo in Tete, Mozambique, connecting through Mwanza to Pambea in Balaka. President Nyusi of Mozambique noted that the interconnection project will greatly contribute to the development of the two nations, citing job creation, the boosting of electricity supply. Saudi Arabian mining company called Ma'aden announced the opening of a new state-of-the-art fertilizer terminal in Malawi. The Liwonde terminal is strategically located on the rail line connecting Malawi to the deep sea port of Nakala in Mozambique, allowing for good access to Ma'aden's fertilizer products across Central and Southern Africa. According to Ma'aden, the terminal boasts a total production capacity of 360,000 metric tons annually. The Saudi group said the opening of the Liwonde fertilizer terminal will provide access to a steady supply of high-quality fertilizer to over 5 million smallholder farmers in Malawi and Zambia and will therefore improve food security. Ministry of Agriculture has written former world heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson 
to be brand ambassador for industrial and chemical cannabis, which will be produced in the country. The letter to Tyson says the partnership is aimed at creating profitable means of promoting local industrial hemp to the world. Ministry of Agriculture spokesperson Gratian Lungu says Tyson was expected to be in the country last week, but the trip was postponed. The ministry is currently waiting to reschedule his visit and get a response on his personal ambassadorship. Ministry of Lands has written to landowners on its intention to withdraw plots that have been dormant for a long time. Minister of Lands Kezie Sukwa said that they have started with those that have commercial and industrial plots, adding that the ministry is entitled to withdraw them or cancel the leases if the owners are in breach of the land covenant. Sukwa highlighted that there are two land covenants that every person that has a plot of land must comply with, and these are the land rent covenant and the development covenant. Expectations are high that small-scale fish farmers in Nkata Bay District will increase production by 500% following the 178 million kwacha capital injection into the industry. This is approximately $220,000 and was acquired from the Agricultural Commercialization Project, which is aimed at transforming smallholder agriculture from subsistence to commercial. The farmers have indicated that they anticipate making an annual return of about 112 million kwacha, or $140,000, once the expansion project is complete. The increased annual returns will result in the construction of 40 dams from the current 30, which will help the farmers harvest 45 metric tons of fish from the current 8 metric tons, according to reports. Per capita fish consumption has decreased in recent years due to heightened demand and reduced supply. The Copyright Society of Malawi, Kosoma, has joined forces with MultiChoice in a fight against the use of pirated South African decoders in Malawi. MultiChoice said that this is the main form of cross-border piracy in the country, where decoders are bought under false pretenses in one country and then shipped to neighboring countries, sold and illegally connected. Consumers in Malawi usually subscribe to Southern African MultiChoice accounts because of subscription fees are low when compared to the fees charged in Malawi. But Kosoma noted that this kind of behavior has plagued the country's local economy and creative industry, allegedly. According to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce's Global Innovation Policy Center, digital video piracy costs the entertainment industry up to $71 billion annually. Meanwhile, multi-choice Malawi has sought the support of Partners Against Piracy, a pan-African campaign that fights content piracy. Malawi Police Service, MPS, has commenced investigation into social media reports suggesting sexual misconduct committed by Commissioner Responsible for Human Resources Management and Development, Stan Kaliza. In a statement, MPS says the development follows WhatsApp screenshots that went viral on social media over the weekend, suggesting that over 45 female police officers were allegedly sexually abused by the commissioner, Kaliza. Kaliza has since been sent on forced leave to pave the way for the investigation. Meanwhile, female police officers have written to the Malawi Human Rights Commission complaining about sexual abuses in the police services. Producers of the movie Atsikana say they are immersed in massive preparations in order to give Malawians the best movie premiere. Atsikana seeks to advocate for the rights and well-being of vulnerable girls and young women who are victims of human trafficking, sexual violence, forced labor, and prostitution. The movie premiere is scheduled for Friday the 26th at Bingu International Convention Center Auditorium in Lilongwe. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Pitani Bueno.